Did you know that this podcast is also sponsored by our live show bookings? If you haven't booked us at your local bar, comedy club, theater, or living room, why not? Visit LaceyJores.com and click on the Contact Me link for rates and fees today. Or if you want to throw a couple bucks to us, click the Tip a Queen link. Lacey George, and I am not Nina Flowers. Hi, I'm Lexi Diamond, and I'm not Nina Flowers. And this is We, we Are Not Nina, Nina Flowers. Flowers. Hello, Lexi. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Lacey? I'm super. Super duper. Super duper. Yay. All right, we're going to try things a little bit different. We're actually going to have like a, a layout and <laughs> try and follow it a little bit this time. Maybe we can stay a little bit more on topic. Maybe. That may have been some of the concerns, is that we tangent a little bit too much. <laughs> I, I recommended this podcast to the people who um, work in the leasing office in my apartment complex, and I was like, please, please, just bear with me, okay? Because the first few episodes are all over the place, and it'll get better as we go. We're okay? learning. We're yeah. learning. That's a big part, and we appreciate anybody who has already subscribed. It is available on iTunes, and we are now officially live on Google Play Store. Yeah. Yay! So download, subscribe, comment. Uh, you can also leave comments on the website if you go to LaceyJoris.com and click on We Are Not Nina Flowers. You can leave comments there, too. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that just, I just turned it live. Oh, so, really? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how websites work, so... Obviously. I don't know what the WWWs are. <laughs> All right, Lexi, let's talk about what's new. What's, what's new? new? There's a lot that's new, actually. All right, what do you want to talk about first? Um, shocker, what's going on with Drag Race? I know, we finally got a date. When are we starting? March 24th. Which is a Friday. Friday. I know, I know. Fridays. Oh, that's going to, like, mess up my whole schedule, Ru. RuPaul, are you listening? This is going to fuck me up, girl. I'm actually pretty happy about it because I don't watch it. So I get together with a friend every Monday, and we, we I was trying to get him caught up on everything Drag Race. So we've watched all of the seasons, and when we started, season seven had just started. Right. So in between season seven, we got to catch up on old episodes, and then season eight started, we got to catch up when that was done, and then All-Stars came along, and then we got to catch up. Now we're caught up. Oh, okay. And we have nothing to do, so we're, like, getting... Taco Bell and watching old episodes of Drunk History or YouTube stuff. Oh, God, you guys are nerds. Well, we get together every week, and so we need something to do because I can't sleep with him because he's engaged to somebody else that I really love, so that would be wrong of me, I think. (laughs) If that's not the tea, girl. Right. Oh, girl. RuPaul's Drag Race (laughs) Season 9, starting March 24th, which is a Friday, but it's also not on Logo. It's on VH1. Do we know yet whether or not it's just on VH1? From what I read, it's going to be broadcast on VH1 on Fridays, and then Logo's going to re-air it. And I don't know if it's going to be immediately after, or if it's going to be on Mondays when it's usually there, if they just still have that slot saved for it. But from my understanding, World of Wonder owns VH1 and owns Logo, so it's like they're taking that next step into more mainstream. Which I can appreciate. Yeah. But I'm, it's just, I don't know, it's like it hit me like a curveball, really. I'm right. not I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm not mad that it's on a Friday. I'm mad that now they put it on a Friday. I really wish they would have started the entire... It would have made you know, Teeny a lot easier where we could have had Drag Race viewers. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is true, yeah, but I mean... I'm concerned about what it's going to do for Ultimate Queen, because that was usually on Mondays, right after Drag Race. Um, they could move it to Fridays, except for the last Friday of the month is Drag Nation. Yeah, that's that's kind of the So they're going to have to either still do it on a Monday, or still do it on a different night, or they're going to have to redo Drag Nation to include parts of Ultimate Queen. I don't... I, it's... I don't know. I'm going to leave it up to Tyler. I have full trust in Tyler. Which, shout out to Tyler. Poor thing. He's probably being... He also was, like, hit with a ball right now. (laughs) Yeah. He's being bombarded with questions, and he's like, I don't know. Like, leave me alone. Poor little guy. Poor little Ty. I'm sorry. Thank you for your hard work, though. All right. Moving on to the next topic. Uh, Last night, When We Rise aired. You tell me about this, because I'm not caught up. So, When We Rise is the story of the gay rights movement. It sets place about two years after Stonewall um, when things were starting to get organized and we were seeing protests beginning. So but we're, it's, we're getting momentum. We're getting there. It's getting there. But it's based in San Francisco where a lot of the things happened. So it deals with people in the military. It also deals with like homeless youth, people that are moving from all over the country to San Francisco because that's where it's safe to be gay at that time. But then we also are dealing with a separate thing about the history of now the National Organization of Women and their problems with the gay community and how now had, for a while, had been known as a very homophobic organization because they basically denounced lesbians, saying that they didn't want lesbians in there. Um, now is now officially like super liberal, very progressive, very into everything and helping. Now is now. That's what But it's the story about how the feminist liberation or the lesbian liberation came together with the gay rights movement and how they came together because 1973, which is, you know, about when this is going, this is, you know, maybe a little bit later on. Right now it's starting in 71, 72. 1973, Pride in New York is one of, like, the biggest prides in gay history because of all of the things that have happened. It's what basically brought everybody together because it was a violent protest within the gay community. So it aired two nights ago on ABC, and it has received some iffy feedback and the fact that the ratings were really low make it very scary because this is a very important story that I feel everybody needs to know. Um, And it also helps my cause because I'm currently working on something that talks about this. So it helps when I know that my audience is going to have a little bit more of a background versus me explaining everything to them. Right. It's a a great show. I recommend that you watch it. It's on Hulu, so you can definitely check it out on there. Yeah, it definitely sounds like something I'd really be interested in because obviously this is something that I wish I knew about and I don't, you know, and I probably should look some of this stuff up, you know, but it's definitely going to teach people like me in the gay community who don't know, as well as people who are not even in the LGBTQ community that could be educated on something that's actually really, really important part of our history in the U.S. Yeah, it is. I mean, it helps to define current America. So it's a great time for it to come out and I feel it's very important for everyone to see it is a little bit slower because it is a documentary style uh, TV show so just be patient with it especially the first episode because you're learning all the new characters and they're not trying to throw too much at you 
at one time. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think this is a very, very crucial time for us to kind of remind the rest of the U.S., you know, like, this is what happened. This is where we came from. Like, look at where we're headed, you know. And it's important because we still have people being killed for being not heterosexual, white, even just being male and white and heterosexual. Yep. Uh, So far this year, there have been seven trans women killed. I think we should take a minute and say them by name. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. We have Misha Caldwell. China Dahl Dupree. Jamie Lee Wounded Arrow. Jojo Stryker. Sierra McElveen. Kiki Collier. Jaquarius Holland Brown. Let's have a moment of silence for those people. You know, with talking about, you know, these recent events that we don't really like to talk about but should be talked about, it brings us into what grinds my gears. What grinds my gears? Okay, something that really, really grinds my gears is the fact that I have a lot of people on social media that will go ahead and post something that's either politically based or it's just kind of generalizing a big margin margin of people, you know, and, and it, it really bothers me when you're passionately, you know, putting your opinion out for everybody to see, but we don't ever see any kind of activism backing that up. So if you're talking about, you know, we should have more protections for trans rights, we should, you know, respect the LGBT community as a society, why do I not see you in a group like PFLAG? Why do I not see you marching for women's rights? You know, why do I not see you doing these things? And that's part of the reason why, I mean, I think these things as well. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that I don't agree with you, but there's a reason why I myself don't post these things. It's because I'm not an active activist like that, you know? I act, I'm an activist in a different way in a day-to-day life, you know? Small little comments in an everyday conversation with someone can make the difference. And that's how I do my work, you know? So... I don't, I don't understand really why you would make yourself, quote unquote, like a martyr, you know, in, in some ways for you not to even be involved. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. I do understand that there are people that cannot go to some of the marches because of maybe a work schedule. Like, I know that that is my issue. I would love to go, but I work a really weird schedule mm-hmm. where that's not really an option for me. Mm-hmm. So I do share these things, but I will also walk the walk. I am working on something that is a call to action. It's not me sitting at home rewatching episodes of I Love Lucy. It's me doing something and preparing for a bigger fight. Right, exactly. So, And I hope I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt that that's something that they're trying to do too. Mm -hmm. No, and you know what? Yes, I agree with you that I'm not – this is – this is me generalizing them as well, you know, so that's that's also bad on my part, but – I mean, there's also people like that. I, myself, there's been a few things I can't go to because of my job as well. So, yeah, I totally understand. All right. We are going to take a quick break, and we will be back in just one moment. Living the unique lifestyle is a commitment to uplifting, empowering, and validating women everywhere. It's devoting yourself to helping a global family of women realize their potential for personal growth and financial reward. Together, we make a beautiful team. Are you ready to live unique? 
visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. All right, so we're going to move into our main discussion. Yes, yes. We're actually going to have two main discussions this week. Uh, we're going to take a break after the first one before we get into the second one. Does that sound all right with you? That sounds amazing. Well, so last week, while we were recording, someone in Denver posted something that was a little What's controversial. It? Controversial, that's a good word. Uh, we're not going to call him out because it, one, doesn't deserve any more attention. Two, it's been settled. But... Okay. <laughs> There was a lot of drama going on between drag queens and their supporters about what drag is and what drag isn't. So this was a this was a discussion about opinions on drag. Correct. So these are opinions. Reminder: opinions. Right. Okay. But it kind of led us to why we decided on these main topics for the week, and before we get into our main topic, I feel that we need to share something from Aja, who is one of the season nine contestants. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Aja had posted that she had had a discussion with Sasha Velour and Peppermint, also from season nine and some others. And here's what she said, quote, people seem to forget drag is more than just an art form. Drag is more than queen and king. Drag is a movement and a power. It has the power to change many things in the world, so it shouldn't be used just for money and social status. Drag is becoming a huge platform for people and should be used to further educate people on issues like gender, sexuality, and freedom of expression. All while putting on shows looking cute and feeling the fantasy. So, drag shouldn't have any binaries and it shouldn't have limitations on what it is. Everyone who's doing drag is making a statement in some way, shape, or form. Alexa, what do you think? Snapping my fingers to that. Truth. Like, praise. Like, oh my God. Yes. Oh my gosh. Preach, bitch. Like, Amen. 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 Uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more with what she says. And this, this is coming from someone who didn't always understand what drag was about. You know, we talked in a previous episode about how much... Um, I didn't understand drag and I didn't understand being gay before I was, you know, okay with me coming out as gay. This is coming from that. And I totally agree with what she's saying. When you immerse yourself in a community like this, you really start learning a lot of things, not only about yourself, but about the rest of the community you're involved in. So yeah, preach girl. Like I totally agree. That is a perfect segue into our top 10 myths about drag. All right, so myth number 10. We're starting from 10 going all the way to 1. Sure. All right. Uh, all drag queens are bitchy. That's kind of true, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, it shouldn't be. That's number 1. No, I agree. They're, queens should not be bitchy. Yeah. And I feel that, on the whole, most queens are not bitchy. But then there are so many that are bitchy that those kind of take the precedence of Yeah, times. well, yeah. I mean, us, us as human beings, we tend to focus on the negative a lot. Sure. So out of 15 people, if two of them are nasty, you're going to remember those two nasty people. Sure. So I think that has a lot to do with the fact that that's a misconception of the drag community is that we're all Fifi O'Hara. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> number nine. All right, at number nine, all drag queens are tops or 
all drag queens are bottoms. Okay, so explain that. So how is it, how do we have misconceptions for both? I feel that the quote unquote straight community and the maybe the gays that identify more in the masculine straight acting believe that all drag queens are super feminine and all bottoms. Where you have the other side of it, where people have learned about drag queens, they've gotten a little bit more immersed in drag, and they realize that there are quite a few that are tops. So I think those people think that all drag queens are tops, and the other side of it think all drag queens are bottoms. I concur. Are you a top or a bottom? I'm actually a verse. Me too. So, I mean, I'm not, I mean... I'm so yes and yes. Yes and yes, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it somehow, so right. let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I think... Uh, I was on both ends of that spectrum. Now that you say, I, I thought when I was first getting into drag, I was like, oh, these, these are insatiable bottoms, all of these people. And then I was like, ooh, everybody's mask for mask when they're out of drag. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's something so varied between all these. I feel that being a drag queen and doing things in bed are completely separated. And while you could do things in bed as a drag queen... That's, That's the, fine, but yeah. it's not what defines you as yeah. a performer. Agreed. Number eight, uh, anyone can do drag. Now, this one's a little Controversial weird. as well. This, this one's a little controversial as well. Um, I believe anyone can do drag. So, with that said, when, when I looked at this article, this was talking about how not everybody has that kind of charisma or that stage presence or just kind of that quick wit for you to just be a queen and be a good entertainer. But it's my belief, and I firmly believe this, that if you really want to do something, you're going to find a way to do it and do it well. And, and a little anecdote, when I used to do uh, dance in high school, there was this dancer who had been in dance for four years, and I was in it for two months, and I was getting picked for all these different numbers. And he didn't quit. He didn't care the fact that I was getting picked for all these and he wasn't. It's because he really liked to dance. And even though he wasn't the best, he knew he was trying, you know, and props to him for that. Yeah, I feel that anybody should be able to do drag. But not everybody has the gumption, the charisma, the drive to continue. That chutzpah. Yeah. <laughs> chutzpah, chutzpah of being a drag queen. Yeah, I agree. Concurred. Number seven, drag queens are only in it for the money. Ooh, baby. If I made money off drag, I would quit my full-time job as we speak. Like, no, that's... No, 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 no. What the fuck? Where did this even come from? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there are queens that make a living as full-time drag queens, I applaud them. Yes, patchwork. I don't. I don't do it for the money. <laughs> I would. I would like to say that I do it for the money. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna admit that that's a motivator, but. I like when I get paid. Yeah, yeah. But I don't do it to get paid. Because we don't. Because we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Tips are always appreciated. Please continue to tip your queens. Always tip. You should tip when you like what you see. And you should tip when you don't like what you see so they can afford to do better next time Got you it. see them. Okay. Uh, number six, uh, drag queens should not use their boy names in drag. Mm. Chad Michaels won RuPaul's Drag Race. 
<laughs> I think that's enough. Right? I, I think <laughs> the conversation. All right. Enough. End of discussion. Moving on. <laughs> but also, we've got Charlie Hydes. We've got Derek Barry. There are a lot of really well-known queens. That Bob you, the drag queen. That is not his name. But that's a boy name. That's true. That is true. Okay. Yeah. First name, Bob. Last name, the drag queen. The drag queen. Uh, that's one of my favorite jokes that Bob did is that he got his name from his dad. His name was the drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I and think Bob stands for Big Old Bottom. <laughs> is it really Big Old Bottom? I don't know. I've never had sex with Bob to know. Mm, insatiable bottoms. I've also never had sex with Christopher, which is Bob's boy name. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. He's so I don't a, know. He's a black man named Christopher? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's classy. Mm. Mm, he must have money. <laughs> Number five. Shaving. So, meaning, does everyone shave? Do drag queens shave? Do we have bearded? Do we have bearded queens in the drag community? Yeah. Yeah, we do, and they look fucking sick, and I appreciate it, and that's amazing. I love the bearded queens. I love the cycle sluts in Denver are known for not shaving at all. They keep their chest hair. They keep their arm hair, underarm hair. They put glitter in their beards. Mm-hmm. And do a fierce eye and look fantastic. I feel like that would smell of Victoria's Secret perfume and ball sweat. And I'm Probably. Kind of, I'm kind of into it. I love them. <laughs> they, what I really love is that they are not doing any sort of illusion. They don't give a shit. <laughs> and I fucking love it. When you look, like, I feel that a lot of the drag performers, myself included, love a breastplate or they love... The chicken cutlet tits mm-hmm. or the foam tits because they've got nipples, they look real, they feel real. That's part of the female illusion. And totally fine, totally love it. I'm into it. They will use like balloons and they don't hide the fact that they're using balloons as their breasts. <laughs> I adore it. That sounds awesome. Shout out to you girls. Number four, wearing a dress does not a drag queen make. Oh, you're all proper. Look at you. Yeah, um, uh, it could also just make you a cross-dresser. Which is totally fine. Which is totally okay. Transvestite, you know, whatever. What's the proper term for that? Cross-dresser. Cross-dresser. Okay, are we not using transvestite anymore these days? I don't think so. Okay, we won't use it. Uh, cross-dresser. Uh, that's totally okay. That I mean, if you're wearing a dress, you're wearing a dress, good for you. That does not make you a drag queen. Right. End of discussion. And number three, being a drag queen makes you less of a man. Um, I'm gonna be a little honest, a little, I'm gonna be very honest, um, and say that this, again, was another misconception that I had coming into the gay community and discovering what drag is. I was like, these people are feminine, this makes them less of a man, I'm not attracted to men that aren't masculine, which really has really turned around, and I'm really into femme guys nowadays. I love when my boyfriend acts feminine. I'm like, it's fucking hot. It's so sexy. I'm so proud of you right now. (laughs) I don't care if you are feminine, masculine, anywhere in the middle. Neutral. I don't care. Are you a nice person? That's all I care about. Nice person. Right. Do you have a big dick? No, not really something I care about. Oh, look at you. God bless you. I've been with men that have had very small penises and men that have had very large penises. And as long as you were not a jerk, you could get it. (laughs) Yes, queen. Which moves us to, I mean, that doesn't move us to, but number two would be all all drag queens want to be women. Do you want to be a woman? No. 
I don't either. I don't either. I, I could do without having periods, so. I personally am not looking to transition to become female. And I feel that I've got a lot of drag queen friends that are also not looking to transition to being female. But that also leads to our number one biggest myth about drag queens. Which is? Is that all drag queens are cisgendered gay males. They ain't. (laughs) Wow, explain. What does this mean? Doing drag is the opposite of what society says is normal. Doesn't matter if you are cisgendered male, if you are cisgendered female, if you are transgender female, transgender male. If you want to put on makeup and a wig and a dress and high heels and be a queen, fucking do it. Yeah, and be painted to the fucking gods and fucking do it. Paint the town. Doesn't matter if you are a gay male, bisexual male, transgender male. There are a lot of trans women that do drag as well. And they are still drag queens when they're doing drag, and they are women when they are not. Yeah, I think that's where that misconception comes into, is that where those those two tie in, where all drag queens want to be women and all queens are cisgendered gay males, is the fact that you you see, um, for example, Monica Beverly Hills said it best, drag is what I do, trans is what I am. So those are two totally different things, you know? And we also cannot discredit our bio queens. We've got some amazing bio queens here in Denver. They are making it big in San Francisco, L.A. Bio queens are becoming a real thing. There's a few, actually, that I'm going to be competing against in Ultimate Queen this year. And I'm so excited to see what they have in store. I, I saw a post about that where Felony Misdemeanor actually gave a shout out to these girls and how much respect that, you know, Felony has found for them. And Minaj commented, Minaj Etoile commented on on it and said that that she respects them because they go there. You know, they pad, they paint, they do wigs, you know, they, they do the whole thing. They're not just They're like, not getting a pass. Yeah. They're still being painted. They are still doing drag. And it's fuck I fucking love it. It's amazing. Amen. Amen. So let's move into the top ten tips for becoming a drag queen. Okay. If you want to do if this is something you want to do, ladies and gentlemen, please fucking do it. You know, do send, it. you know fucking own it. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat or whatever and let us know. You know, we'd love to see what you guys are starting. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be awesome. I'd, I'd want to see you guys grow. Send us pictures. Send us what you're doing. We'd love to see it. Message us on Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to talk with we'd you. We'd love to talk with you. Tip number 10 or fact number 10. I would call this a fact. Sure. Drag is addictive, yes, guys. Yes, it is. It is ridiculous how much it just, like, sucks you in. When I first started doing drag, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this. This is going to be a hobby. First time I went out and drag in public, I was like, okay, I need this dress. I need this wig. I need this makeup. I need these brushes. Like, it blew my mind how much fun it was and how much it took over my life. Uh, Number nine, support other queens. I think this is really, really important because this is something we sometimes forget to do, which is go to shows as a queen, you know, tip other queens, make sure that you know that you're supporting them and that they know that you are supporting them as well. Like it just brings us better 
uh, it brings us a better sense of community within ourselves, you know, to just Agreed. go out and be like, hey, you know what? You're doing a fierce job. Here's $2. Right. Or if you fucked up and you can send me $50, then, you know, do that as well. I would really appreciate it. I agree. I think it's very, very important. Important. Uh, number eight, performing benefits, whether it's to raise awareness or to raise funds for a certain, you know, cause or something. Make sure. Something. And if you something. can't, if there are not benefits going on in your area, one, there are, you're just not looking for them correctly. Yeah. But two, if it's not something that you can do, maybe because of a time restraint during your shows, donate portions of your tips, give back to the community. Or if you even honestly, if you give a quick shout out and bring awareness to people who don't know about a certain organization or a certain cause, that is enough to get the ball rolling for someone else. Sure. You know, sure. don't deprive somebody else an opportunity to help. So performing benefits. Uh, number seven. I cannot stress this enough. Guys, drag is time consuming. Yes, it is. It will end you if you don't if you're not careful you have to prepare your costumes you have to prepare your wigs you have to work on your paint you know it's not people tend to forget the audience just kind of sees a performer and they see us perform for four or five minutes you know at most maybe six if we're ballsy but they don't realize all the work effort and money that we're putting into the show that we're putting on for you guys you know it, it takes weeks in advance at times for you to try to prepare for a three-minute number right. so make sure that you're aware that it takes up a lot of your time number six um continue learning don't ever think that you're the know-it-all of drag or of a certain type of drag just don't because you're not because you're not you're not ever because rules i mean rules are irrelevant in the drag world i mean you can do whatever you want you know so continue to push yourself continue to learn techniques and to learn about what you know, drag organizations are doing it at a different state slash city slash country, you know, because they're, I saw a video today where I think it was in Spain, they did drag and they do it on a whole nother fucking level. Like I want to do that shit. Fucking heels are 12 inches tall platforms, like, and they don't even have tits. I'm like, oh my God, that fucking blew my mind. Keep learning always. I feel like that's so important yes. and learn from everywhere. Yes. Uh, number five, Lexi, I feel like this one is specifically for you. Know your lyrics. I think you're being really shady, and I don't appreciate it. Your tone seems really pointed right now. <laughs> your tone does seem very pointed right now. Thanks, Willem. You're right. You're right, though. No, it is very important to know your lyrics. Whether you're creating some sort of illusion of a female or of an alien or of a baboon, I don't care. Know your lyrics. If you can't learn them, just do a song that says lyrics over and over again. Abadi abadai, blue abadi abadai. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Number four, invest in your drag. It's really important that you are putting back into your drag. You need to spend money on makeup. It doesn't have to be top-of-the-line prestige makeup. If you're finding something that works in a cosmetic from a drugstore... Do it. Do you. But make sure that you're investing in that. Learn new songs. Don't do the same five songs over and over again. Don't wear the same costumes over and over I again. I think you're, you're calling me out again. And I, don't I am not you. calling you out. <laughs> Spend time. Learn how to at least do a simple stitch and a zigzag stitch so you know what to do on a sewing machine. I'm pretty sure I know how to do both of them, but I don't know the difference, so I don't know which is which. Zigzag is for stretchy fabric. 
so I know exactly what you're talking about. Cool. Yeah. Learn how to do at least a back comb on your hair. Learn at least your face, which leads me to number three, paint your face. You can have other queens paint you. I love when other queens paint me, and I love to paint other queens. I do very similar things on my face every time. I know it works for my face, but I've been doing this for a long time. When you're learning, try new things. You're going to find things that you didn't even think you were going to like that you end up loving. Yeah, when I first started doing drag, that's probably the one thing that I used to beat myself up about a lot was the fact that I just I was just too lazy to just sit in front of a mirror and do makeup for three hours. before This is before I was even going out and drag, you know? And so... It, it really shows in the fact that I've actually started doing that because you can see it on my face. You know, you can see the changes, the improvements, sure. and you can almost spot where I learned certain things. Yeah. You know, that contour was not originally there. Neither was that nose or those eyebrows. Like, sure. so you, you kind of get, you know, practice makes perfect kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Learn to paint your own face. Learn to paint your face on someone else's face and keep watching, keep learning all the time. Any makeup trick that you can try, always do it. Yes. Number two, be on time. Jesus Christ. Here's the biggest thing. Drag is fantastic. It is a great medium for spreading anything that you want to spread, whether you're talking points or your legs. I don't care. But you're still running a business when you're going out to perform. Mm -hmm. Be on time. And on time means 15 minutes earlier than call time to me. Yeah. If your show starts at 10... And your call time is 9.30, you be there at 9.15 at the latest. And the reason for it is, one, you want to show that you're being respectful to the showrunners. You want to make sure that all of your stuff is ready. It also gives you enough time to make sure that you're planning beforehand. Mm-hmm. Okay, if it's going to take me two hours to do my face, it's going to take me 30 minutes to get dressed. It's going to take me 15 minutes to shave. Obviously not in that order. <laughs> you need to know you have to plan your time ahead. Yeah. Also, when you are there earlier, you're going to run into people that are not going to be there for the show or didn't come specifically for the show. They're just at the bar that you're performing at. And you get to talk to them and get them to stay for the show. They will pay a cover fee. And then they feel like they have a friend because they know somebody. So they're going to tip you more. Right. I think I, d- I don't even remember who said this, but I remember someone said this to me and it kind of blew my mind a little bit when they said, there's a lot of things in this world that you can recuperate slash pay someone back for the one thing you can never pay someone back for if you take it is their time if you take someone's time away you're never going to be able to give that back right you can't you can't do that so i mean if you think of it that way there's people sometimes who are waiting for the show because they don't realize that it starts at 10 and they were there at 9 they've already been waiting there for an hour and then you're going to start at 10 30 Right. So they have to wait another 30 minutes. They're going to give you a big old fuck you and leave, you know? So, yeah. yeah, be on time. Which leads to number one, be respectful. Yeah, don't be like the audience members and say fuck you to everyone. Yeah, be <laughs> respectful to your audience. They're there to see queens perform. Be respectful to the people that are organizing the show. Be respectful to your DJ. Be respectful to the other performers. When you go out, be respectful. If you're in face, be respectful. You don't have to be what was number 10? A bitchy queen. A bitchy queen. Yeah. Just go out and be respectful. Do what your mom told you. When you're putting on a mask to do drag, it's going to show you who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. And you should learn to respect that. Yeah. I mean, respect yourself. Respect others. Respect the hobo who's there and harassing you because you don't know when he might just give you a blowjob. 
Or if he says, hey, can I have a dollar? And I say, well, if you show us your dick and then I make Eva touch it. I'm not saying let's happen, but it definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take another quick break and we will be right back with our main discussion. Yeah. With the Step It Up March customer kudos, the more you get, the more we give. With the launch of our newest products, how can you resist? Whether you're making a $75, $125, or $175 purchase, you'll be rewarded with phenomenal free gifts. Visit LaceyDoors.com and click on Unique by Renee. March customer kudos runs until March 31st, 2017. While supplies last, some exclusions apply. And we're back. Gosh. Did you like our little break? <laughs> it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, so we're going to move right into something that I, I've really needed in my life, which is probably why I'm going to lead this conversation. And I needed it too. You needed it too. Okay. Yeah. So it's good that we're touching on this then because we both need it in our lives because we're worthless pieces of chutzpah. I would not go that I am, but you may be. Oh, <laughs> The conversation is how to stay motivated. So this is just going to be general. I mean, we, we were just talking about myths and tips of drag, so you can totally take it that way. Or you can, you know, make it as how to stay motivated to get out of bed in the morning. Right. So it's... Yes, we're coming from a drag queen perspective, but I feel that it's general enough that we can talk about it for anything. Yes, exactly. And go for anything. Right. So, tip number one is to visualize in the most minute detail. So, what do yeah. you think that? What do you think that means, really? Well, if you have a plan, if you want to do something, if you've got a goal, then you need to imagine it exactly like what you want. When you're learning how to do like a vision board. One of the things that you want to do is make sure that you are putting exactly what you want, because if you don't are not specific enough, you're going to get something that you don't want. Mm -hmm. it's, it goes back to the whole careful what you wish for thing. Right. And, and just as important as it is to visualize what you do want, it's just as important to visualize what you don't want to happen. Right. Because it goes to careful what you wish for, because even though you say, I want to be a millionaire, you don't know exactly what what's that going to cost you in your life if you do become a millionaire or whatever. Just example. Sure. Um, so visualize in the most minute detail. Make sure that you're planning everything out back to, down to the, the littlest of details. Um, list reasons why you're goaling yourself this. You know, like you have to have legitimate reasons why you want to do something. You know, you just can't be like. I want to be the best, you know, deep throater in the world. Why? Why do you want to be the it's best? It's important to know it's why. It's important to know why. <laughs> why. Where is their pride coming from that? I'm, I'm sure you have pride. If pride is what you want to go for. Yeah. I mean, just, just, <laughs> just make sure you have a legitimate reason why you're doing things. Right. You know? Would you agree? Agreed. So, like, like what's one, one thing that you would like to do? One of the things that I'm working on with this show that I'm spending a lot of my time doing, why I'm not doing drag as often right now is because I'm working on something very important to me. Okay. But the goal is to unite the community, to bring us back together, to understand that the world has already put us as us versus them and to bring all of the us together. Mm-hmm. So that's my goal. So that's your reasons why I see. So that's, that's perfect. That's a perfect example of like, you have reasons for doing this, you know? Right. So it'll, it'll be easier for you to stay motivated to keep working on that because you have strong reasons for you doing it, sure. which brings us into, um, 
you need to break your goals down into smaller goals. So what this is going to do is like, for example, let's say my, like my goal is to be on drag race, right? Um, it's a very daunting task. If you just generally give yourself that goal of like, let me be on drag race. Like if I break it down into, um, I'm going to work on my wardrobe this year. What that's going to do is that that's giving me a smaller goal, which is giving me a smaller reward, which is, you know, making me feel better, which is motivating me to keep going. Sure. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah. So, For mine, I mean, I'm working on this one-person show, which is going to be a big thing. I think it's going to be big. It's going to be a nice call to action. It's just finding the right timing and all of that to come up with it. But one of the smaller goals that I have is actually to be on Drag Race to get my show bigger so that I reach a wider sense of the community. Oh, okay. That's funny that that's one of your smaller goals. It is a smaller goal, but it, you have to break that down even further, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. like even when it comes to your wardrobe, you have to break down how much money can I budget mm -hmm. on buying a costume? How much can I budget for a sewing machine, for rhinestones, for fabric? Because I've done it. a lot of it yeah, more. I've done it before that I've invested in drag and I'm like, <laughs> oh, rent? What is that? Right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, break it down into smaller things. It, it'll feel better in the long run. You're, you're rewarding yourself and you're keeping you yourself. You need the up. stepping stones. You need yeah. the stairs yeah. to get there. Baby steps. Have a plan. Make sure you have a plan for your goal and what you're trying to do, but also be sure that you're prepared to change it if need be, you know, because you don't always get things the way you want them to be. And you know, things change, you know, and sometimes that could change the course of your journey that could change the course of the, it could, things change. You, you change your way of thinking, you change your way of preparation, you change your way of execution. So make sure that you're making room, even though, even though you're visualizing this in great detail, make sure you're mentally making room for something changing from that, you know? Yeah. You can't control everything. You have to be prepared and plan changes. Yeah. And plan changes. Oh, that's funny. You know, plan, but plan changes as well. That's, mm -hmm. cool. That's great. That's great. It's good. It's good. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're <laughs> this is kind of two in one. Um, get get help when you need it. Yeah. And right tool for the right job means get the right person for what you're trying to you know get help for. Right. Don't get a hobo off the street to try to help you how to finance your life. That probably is not... Not going to be beneficial. Yeah, it's probably not going to benefit you in any way. So that you sure. know of. Uh, yeah. I mean, you might find a rich hobo. You know, can, yes. I don't know. Do we use hobo? Is that still acceptable? Uh, Are you being a hobophobe? A hobophobe? <laughs> um, is that a thing? <laughs> um, are we still using hobo? What's another word for hobo? Uh, homeless. Uh, I think Transient. I think it's a little more respectful than hobo or homeless. Yeah. So you're not going to help some, like, you're not going to pick an ex-convict to try to help you how to, you know, finance your bank account if they stole a bank, if they stole from a bank. You know, that's probably not, it's kind of contradictory. Right. You know, you're so, also not going to use, like, a screwdriver to try and nail in a hammer. Exactly. Or you know, nail in a nail, not a hammer. You don't want to nail I mean, you hammer. can probably get the job done, but it's a lot harder. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But um, to just just make sure that you're not... Because this is something that I suffer from a lot. Because you do suffer from it. 
is pride. I suffer from pride as much as I, you know, dwell in it. As much as it helps me, it does hinder me a lot. And so don't be prideful, you know, ask for help. Know you research where you're going to find the help that you need for whatever goal you're setting yourself. So just, just make sure you're not being closed minded in the fact that you're like, I'm the shit and I don't need help because you do know your resources, know your network and use them appropriately. Exactly. Um, with that, You also have to predetermine how to deal with any kind of negativity coming from outside or inside of yourself. Sure. It happens a lot, you know? Right. You know, it happens a lot where you're yourself are a saboteur to whatever you're trying to do because you're like... I'm not good enough for this. Yes. I don't deserve to exactly. do this. Exactly. I'm not the right person to do this. And then you have people commenting that you're not pretty enough for something or you're too big for something, too skinny for something. You're exactly. going to get negativity all around. And so yeah. you have to be your beacon of positivity. Exactly. You have to be able to give yourself ammo to fight back. You know, And it goes in line with right person for the right Job is you need to know who you can go to to be your positivity mm-hmm. when you can't do it yourself. Exactly. Surround yourself with people that are going to help elevate you and not bring you down. Right. So. But will also still tell you the truth. Exactly. So they're not I, yeah, leading I think that's, you to a lie. I think that you hit a nail on the head. Or a nail on the head? I think you hit a nail on the head on that because we tend to sometimes forget the fact that just because our friends are kissing our ass and we're like, you know, strutting our walk and talking the talk and stuff. And, and we have these people that are like, yeah, you're great. Sometimes that's not being realistic because you're not actually pulling yourself back down to earth and being right. maybe this could be better or maybe I could be nicer or, you know, whatever the situation may be. Make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that are honest and can bring you down to earth, but are also going to be able to push you forward. So in your positivity, you want them to give you reasons why what you're doing is important. Exactly. With that, we're going to move on to continually checking the reasons why you're carrying on. So this goes back to making sure that you're making yourself, uh, you're giving yourself small goals, making sure that you have your, your firm reasons why you're doing whatever it is that you're doing. Make sure that you're checking back in with yourself and or other people as to why you're doing what you're doing. Sure. Remind yourself, you know, kind of take a breather and be like, why am I doing this? It sometimes happens a lot with having with feeding yourself in that negativity, you kind of have to take your break. Okay. Why am I doing this? Okay. I'm doing this because Um, this person needs my help or this is going to make a big difference in my financial, you know, struggle or whatever, you know, make sure that you're, uh, reaffirming and reconfirming to yourself that you have validated reasons as to why you're doing this. So make sure that you're doing that. Um, also with all of this being very detail oriented, don't forget to look at the big picture that goes hand in hand with reminding yourself why you're doing something. If you're looking at the big picture and like the end result of what you're doing, it's going to be a really, really big motivator to motivate, you know, to motivate yourself. Um, I have a quote here that came from this article that I looked up, which really opened my eyes a lot that I have two actually. One of them is come, coming from Rabbi Halil. Did I say that right? Sure. Yeah, sure. And it says, if not you, then who? If not now, then when? And that really struck a chord with me because I really have to answer that you know, question every time I'm trying to get up in the morning. 
I mean, I have to ask myself that when I'm doing, when I'm starting to work on the show that I'm working on, I have a lot of information and I have to decide what's important, what isn't. And I do get down on myself. Why am I the person that needs to say all these things? There are more famous people that should be doing this. There should be someone else within the community in this city that should be saying these things. And why are they not? So why not me? If no one else is doing it, why not me? Exactly. And I have to remind myself of that. Yeah, and that that goes back into making sure you're giving yourself ammunition to defend yourself and exactly. say this. I'm I'm going to do this because I'm going to do this. You right. know. Um, an- another one is from Dalai Lama, and I don't exactly know when this was um, interviewed or when he was interviewed, but he was interviewed of something along the lines as to what he found the most shocking thing to happen in nature. And he said that it was men. And they were like, what, why? And he said, man sacrifices his health for money, then sacrifices money for health. He is so anxious about the future, he doesn't enjoy the present. He lives as if he were never to die and dies having never really lived. What? What? Do you what the, what, really? Do you realize how, like, I, my mind almost physically blew up on itself. <laughs> what? Guys, 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 this, like, this is, this is words to live by right here. And this, if that doesn't motivate you to do something, I'm sorry, like, you need to go to a therapist or something, because we can't, we can't help you, sir, ma'am. So, yeah, that, that was amazing. These are important things to remember, just as you're living life. Yes. If you're struggling for some sort of purpose, you need to think about these things. What are something that you want? It can be a small goal. And just work on getting that done. And once you get that one, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change the world every time you set a goal. But I feel that everybody wants that in life. They want to do something that they're going to be remembered by. They want to change the world in some small way. And maybe not the entire earth, right. but at least the world that they live in exactly. and the people that are around them. They want the, they want to be remembered. And something also to remember is that I mean I I read this off as a list. You don't necessarily have to go in this order. Sure. Whatever works for you works for you. If you're thinking about mm, I might want to do this, but you immediately get that kind of negative second voice in your head, you might want to start on the step where you have to give yourself that kind of motivation to negate that negative energy. Or maybe you have no idea how to get there. So maybe you're going to start with visualizing in the most minute detail, you know, whatever works for you, make sure that you're using, I mean, everyone's different. Everyone has a different way of thinking and they have different resources and they have a different environment and they were just raised differently. So whatever works for you, works for you and make sure you're doing it and you're doing it at the best of your ability. Exactly. It reminds me of something my grandmother used to say to me. Sometimes the biggest mistakes we make are the risks we didn't take. Always go out, find your dreams, do what you can to get to them. Wow, that was deep. Wow. Alright, we're going to take another quick break and when we get back, we're going to finish out with one of our new segments. So we will be right back. Loving Unique means loving yourself. Their cosmetics, body products, tools, and skincare line have been designed to help you love who you are, inside and out. So bring out your natural beauty with Unique. You'll love the confidence that shines through. Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. And we are back. So we're going to do one of our new segments. I think we had tried this before, but we didn't quite have it down as to what we wanted. So now we're going to officially do it mm-hmm. as one thing. Okay. Okay. And it's called Things I Hate. Things I Hate. 
things I hate. Oh my god, don't even so get So this is gonna be like a funny thing. Not necessarily something that grinds our gears, because we did that before. This is gonna be like a nice airy kind of thing at the end. Things you know? that I can't stand, things that I hate, things that I really wish I could just punch in the face. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Things so, like that. Speaking of things you wanna punch in the face, our uh, topic this week is elementary school. Oh my god. If Jesus Christ, I, I don't, I question my sanity every single time I step into an elementary school. I like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm sorry. Like these kids are savages, guys. These kids will tell you that you look like shit and not give a fuck and you cannot hit them back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Why is this a thing? Why do we have this in society? Okay. But also on top of that, the fucking drop off to drop off your kids oh and pick up your God. kids. You also cannot punch the parents. <laughs> Truth, truth. I would love to. Oh my god! The biggest thing about elementary school that that I hate—it's full of children. It's full of—they're like petri dishes of bacteria and rudeness. Like, and they all have jam hands. Like, all their hands are always sticky all the time. Their faces are sticky. Their shoes are sticky. Like, their hands are sticky because they will take things if you don't watch them. Like, what? What? Really? And speaking of the drop-off, I actually was leaving from one of my exploration classes the other day, and a guy got pulled over as they're doing the drop-off and pick-up, and I'm like... Future of America. These are the people we are molding to be our future leaders. (laughs) Luckily, it's the kids. They still have some time to... Change. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the parents. No, the parents are done. <laughs> yeah, the, the parents are already you know dead weight. Right. <laughs> All right. So that's our show on the tips and myths of drag and how to stay motivated. Lexi, where can we find you on the interwebs? Facebook, Lexi Diamond. Just look for Lexi Diamond and look for the really pretty drag queen and not the porn star. Always watch out for that. You can find me on Instagram on Lexi Diamond ninety three and also on Snapchat A L E G A R fourteen. For those of my Spanish speakers, you guys know that that means alegar, which means I like to argue, so that's why I picked it. And you can find all of my content information at lacydrawers.com. You hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. You hang up first. No, you. You hang up first. With the Step It Up March customer kudos, the more you get, the more we give. And with the launch of our newest products, how can you resist? Whether you're making a $75, $125, or $175 purchase, you'll be rewarded with phenomenal free gifts. Visit LaceyDrawers.com and click on Unique by Renee. March customer kudos run until March 31st, 2017. While supplies last, some exclusions apply.